Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Acting as moderator for tonight's broadcast. I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. Today is the first day of the rest of our lives. It's high noon for Friday, September 24th, 2021. Follow the podcast on the Telegram Messenger app at t.me slash I'm your moderator or join the discussion thread at t.me slash I'm reasonable. You can also find me on Gab and Getter at I'm your moderator. The Substack is I'm your moderator.substack.com and the merch site is cancelcouture.com or go direct to shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. Today is the 247th day of Barack Obama's third term as served by the half-dead, demented, degenerate, ventriloquist dummy, fake proxy president Joe Biden, who was overwhelmingly compromised by the Chinese Communist Party, the patriarch of one of the most corrupt families in American history, and the father of one of the most despicable sons to ever walk the earth. That's Hunter Biden. So congratulations, commies. In your desperation, you have once again become the Charlie Brown slipping and falling while Lucy takes the football away just before you kicked it. You almost had it. This was going to be the time. This was going to be the game winning field goal. And nope, right on your ass again. But don't worry. Just get yourself up and run toward the next football. And Lucy in this situation, of course, is the mainstream media who for some reason, is still relied upon by this large group of people who are just addicted to the central narrative and cannot ever see beyond it. And it's so embarrassing. Honestly, the question that you need to ask yourself, commies, is how many times am I going to allow these people to embarrass me? All right. Now, I know that you think everyone on our side is in that situation vis-a-vis Donald Trump, right? Donald Trump just keeps saying these things and then we repeat the things and then we end up embarrassed because Trump is always wrong. Now, I know that in the world you are presented by the mainstream media, which you believe to be the real world, that line of thinking makes sense. Okay, I understand it. I know you think there has to be some legitimate through line to all of this. There has to be a way that all of the things you have believed are somehow proven right and that we are always wrong, which is why we're still believing Donald Trump's story this long after he lost the election. I get it. 
You really think that's what's happening to us. I understand that it sounds like I am proposing an alternate reality that does not map onto the real world at all. One of us, Kami, is really doing that, okay? It's just not me, all right? It's not us. We're the ones who can actually show you the reality of all the things we say. We have the science. We have the data. We have the evidence. And if any of you would look at these issues with the responsibility you portray yourself to have, we wouldn't really be in this situation in the first place because you would have just seen the answers that we've been giving you and you would be like, oh yeah, that's exactly what the data says. You're thinking about injecting four-year-olds with an experimental gene therapy that you know causes heart damage among a range of other things in teenagers, by the way. You're thinking of putting that into four-year-olds, even though there's no proof in the world that four-year-olds are prone to being infected with COVID, prone to getting sick from COVID, and there's almost no child in the world who has died from COVID, okay? None without significant overwhelming comorbidities like, for instance, leukemia, okay? If a child dies from leukemia and happens to have COVID, that's not a COVID death. And it's time we all admit that. So what I'm saying, commies, is you could claim that we live in a bizarre world. And I know that that is what you claim. I know that you watch Rachel Maddow and she tells you exactly how our bizarro world is constructed. And then she makes jokes about flaming hot Cheetos or she does her crazy voice. Oh, I can't believe it. I can't believe they really believe this. Oh, they have the ballots. I understand. And you think, gosh, those people she's talking about, man, they must be stupid. I get it. I get it. If all of the things that the mainstream media said were true, then you would be right. We would really be the stupid ones, okay? The problem is that all the things the mainstream media says are false, and they're false intentionally, and they're false intentionally to trick you. That's the thing, commies. They're tricking you, all right? Donald Trump doesn't tell us things, and then we believe them, okay? Most of the time, we have all the information first and our information actually gets filtered up to the top and you can see it in action because Trump often reposts the research and the things that we find and push out into the information stream. Sometimes he even reposts the memes. He used to retweet people. On Twitter all the time, people who were doing this work and figuring out the truth and Trump would retweet people. So how is that us doing whatever he says? I came to understand that Donald Trump was telling the truth pretty much all the time. Well, always telling the truth, not always exactly accurate, particularly in his language. But I came to find that out because I had done the research on the covid numbers. And I had thought about what it means that the media is telling us this disease that kills one out of a thousand people 
uh, all of them pretty much being over 70 years old with significant comorbidities, first among those being obesity in all people dying from COVID. That is the number one indicator. Okay. So if I understand that, and then I hear Donald Trump say the things that align with what our research and our community has discovered, I'm going to believe that Donald Trump is telling the truth because I already know that what he's saying is true. On the other hand, you have everything the mainstream media says, which is at all times in opposition to what Donald Trump says, whether or not the data backs it up. Okay, whether or not what Donald Trump says maps onto reality, the media says the exact opposite. And what we have right now with the Joe Biden fake presidency is a fake president who is doing the exact opposite of what Donald Trump does or did. And every single thing is failing, which should tell you that Donald Trump had the right answers all the time. And you have the media supporting Joe Biden's policies. And they were always telling you that Trump had the wrong policies, but everything Joe Biden does fails because they're the wrong answers. OK, now. I'm saying all of this because last night a draft of the Arizona audit report was leaked online. OK, and this was about, I don't know. 9, 9.30 Eastern time, maybe slightly later than that. I was told by a person who I absolutely trust and who has never failed me with giving me accurate information about the process. I was told about uh, 6.30 that there was going to be that draft report leaked. You're going to see a leak tonight. Okay. I say, hey, do you have it? Nope but it's coming out. I've, there's rumors. That's that's what I was told. There's rumors that there will be a leaked draft of the audit report. And I was like, okay, cool. Going to look forward to that. So that leak comes out. I get eyes on it about 9.30. I was at a uh, dinner at a friend's house. And so I didn't really get to sit down and go through it, but I eyeballed it. And I was like, okay, this is about... Uh, 40, 50,000 votes I see right here that are totally illegal. And obviously I have said on this podcast that I think it's going to be over a hundred thousand and potentially two, three, 400,000. I think it's a big percentage, right? Between 10 and 20. I think the other day I said 15 to 20%. I still believe that, but I looked at this thing and I'm like, wow, that is really not as big as I thought, but still five times the amount needed to overturn this election. OK, because Donald Trump is about you know, 10, 11,000 back in Arizona, according to the fake news numbers. OK, the fake total has Joe Biden up by about 10,000 in this report. There's about 50,000. And I was like, OK, well, you know, I'm thinking I've seen this now. I haven't had a chance to analyze it. Haven't had a chance to look deeply at it. But this is a big, big difference. All right. It's not 15 or 20 percent, but that's, you know, three percent of the Maricopa vote total. And that's obviously significant. If you give a candidate 3% extra everywhere, you're going to have a lot of different election outcomes. 
Okay, so 3% is a whole lot. Don't get me wrong, but it's not what I was expecting. So I get home. I'm, I'm starting to see these uh, these little news notices about how this audit report confirms that Joe Biden won Arizona. And I'm like, wait a second. That's not what I just read at all. How does this report tell them that? And I'm like, do I have the wrong like audit report, the wrong draft? They can't be seeing the same thing that I'm seeing. Turns out, nope. They're going with this narrative based on exactly what I'm seeing. They actually tweeted the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. The head of that board is Jack Sellers. He tweeted out for the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors that you don't even have to look deeply into the audit report draft. You don't have to don't bother looking at the whole thing. Just look at the part where they did a hand recount of the ballots that roughly matches the numbers that we have given you. Okay, that's what he said. Don't look deeply. Here's a hand recount. Okay, now the hand recount is just recounting the ballots. Count them all up. The legal votes, the illegal votes, just count them all up. See what the answer is. Okay, well, it's pretty close to what they gave us. Now, did you take out the illegal votes? No. Okay, so then that recount has not actually confirmed that Joe Biden won, has it? I mean, how is anyone supposed to believe that? But they are going with that. And they are expecting their supporters to go with that. And of course, their supporters dutifully are going along with that. And also people who aren't, I guess, I don't know what Scott Adams is, the uh, the cartoonist who says that he's like a magician or something, right? He can hypnotize you. So he understands manipulation. And he's the one who was able to predict that Donald Trump won't, would win in 2016. My goodness. <laughs> what a position to stake out that one of the two people running for president would win. Okay, I was wrong about it. So I'm not saying I did better than he did. But he came out with a tweet that he's like, yeah, look at that. What a big waste of time and money to just prove that Joe Biden won. Well, okay, Scott. Scott Adams, by the way, is the kind of guy who will block you on Twitter for disagreeing with him. And also, he goes on to Amazon and responds to negative reviews of his book. That's how petty and small Scott Adams is. That guy is a clown. But he was out there, too, saying, hey, yep, I guess this confirms that Joe Biden won. That's what the media is going with. That's what they expect you to repeat. And that's what so many people have repeated. But you got to remember, the state media exists to disseminate the wrong story all the time because they have a motivation. All right. Their motivation is not to tell you the truth. Okay, we have this illusion about what journalism really is in this day and age. We are all pining for this abstraction of the point of journalism. We think that journalists are like these angelic saviors. They're 
always speaking truth to power, right? They're holding people accountable. They're holding the powerful accountable. That's why they were so awful to Donald Trump. It was so important that they hold this powerful man accountable. So important. And they knew that we were so dangerous. Of course, you always have to remember that. So important to hold him accountable that you can basically just take his opposition at their word all the time about anything. Trump-Russia collusion? Sure, that sounds right. Was it a lie? Yup. Are people going to go to jail because of that lie? Yup. Did the journalists sniff it out? Did they figure out whether or not it was true? No. They went with it right away, and they spent three years repeating that lie. Again and again and again and again and again, these people lie. So either they're not journalists Or we have to understand that journalism is not what we imagined. Okay, and this is one of the crucial lessons of this period is that we don't have the luxury of saying this is a good source. This is a bad source. It's not that simple. Okay, like, yeah, there are some real bad sources on the Internet. You can usually spot them by the language they use. But instead, we've been trained to spot them based on how professional their website looks, right? Or how well they have branded their product. You know, there are sites like uh, Zero Hedge or Conservative Treehouse that people in the mainstream would say, these are not legitimate sources. You cannot trust these sources. These are biased sources. And of course, those sources state their bias often in the name of the source. Conservative Treehouse. Is it conservative? Uh huh. <laughs> They're not hiding it. Okay. But we are told that they do not do good work because they don't have the glossy website. They have a political point of view. And then we turn to a website like CNN.com and you're like, wow, this looks very professional. Well, they have all these stories all over the place. They have this massive team doing all this reporting. They must do all this research. Wow, their articles are all incredibly long. That, and they contain tons of information that has nothing to do with the subject of the story. What are they trying to do here? Well, you never question that. Because everybody's picture, oh, they're all in a suit. <laughs> There's all sorts of brands and ads that you know cnn has branded itself as the most trusted name in news why do we have to extend our trust to cnn that they are a good source while disregarding sites that are smaller okay zero hedge does better work than cnn and it isn't even close Okay, I don't know who the writer or writers on Zero Hedge are. And that is one of the things that makes it harder for people to think, oh, that's a good source. But the truth is, they substantiate their claims. You can figure out how they got to where they are. CNN just says things. And I'm going to go through a CNN article talking about this election business. We have been totally tricked about what these journalists do. Okay, and I'm not saying everybody has been tricked. All right, guys, settle down. I know some of you have been very awake and very red pilled for a very long time. Congratulations. Okay, I love it. Great job. Not everyone has been. 
Okay, people who have spent a lot of time in mainstream culture, have consumed a lot of mainstream culture, have been at some point addicted to the central narrative as I was years ago. You develop these habits and those habits are occasionally difficult to break. People give the benefit of the doubt to sites like CNN because of their resources, because of how professionally things are presented. But they don't deserve that at all. And the longer we continue to do that, the more embarrassed we will find ourselves when there are issues this important and they are exactly wrong once again. Okay, they are wrong for a reason. And that reason is to trick their audience. All right. And in as much as we are part of that audience, if they are tricking us with that stuff and it leads to our demoralization, then we are not doing a good job in fighting the information war. OK, when you see these headlines from CNN and Business Insider and MSNBC and Market Watch and Daily Mail, maybe I already said Daily Mail doesn't matter. But when we see these headlines, you cannot just take them at face value. The Daily Mail does some good work sometimes. And they do some bad work sometimes. They do too much work for anyone to actually be checking to see if they're right. It is basically tabloid style journalism. And CNN is no different. And the New York Times is no different. Okay. So last night, there are all these headlines about how this has confirmed that Joe Biden won. Well, that would be a stunning bit of news. And if that news was so stunning and so well supported, you would think that these websites would be having a field day. But they're not. They have a couple articles buried halfway down the page. I guess they've spent a little bit of time on this on television this morning. But they know they have nothing to go on. They want the headlines out there circulating so that they can set the narrative so that the communists will believe, oh, yeah, the Arizona audit, it totally proved that Biden won. OK, well, riddle me this, Commie. You have been calling it a fraud and a sham audit for all of this time. And now you're saying, because you've been misled, that this fraud sham audit has confirmed that your guy won. What does that mean? Was the audit good? Did they do a, a good job? Is that why you're now agreeing with them? Is that what's happening, Kami? I don't understand what you're saying. So you're saying that the audit actually turned out to be legitimate because it confirmed that your guy won. If that's where you want to stake out your territory, I love it. Granted, congratulations, Kami. Okay, that is your spot. You want it, you own it. Great. Now we agree. The Arizona auditors did their job in good faith and reached results that we can all appreciate. Thank you for your admission, Kami. That is wonderful. Except you didn't read the report. You're going on a tiny little portion of the report. You don't even understand that little portion. And in a few hours, 
this narrative is not going to matter anymore because the whole report is going to come out and then you'll actually know the truth. So what did you do, Kami? What are you doing to yourself? Honestly. You sucked down another mainstream narrative and now you're out there repeating the slogans and you're just making yourself look so, so stupid. Why? Why can't you let it go? It's so funny and so embarrassing. Like, I actually feel pity for people who are in my life in some measure and are still just dialed into this stuff. It is crazy, man. It's crazy. And hey, listen, if you're the sort of Biden voter who is understanding that your team has absolutely nothing, right? Nothing going for it. Not legitimacy, not competence, none of it. You put a fake president into the White House illegitimately. You have been running cover for that fact. You've been running cover for the incompetence of the fake administration, even as human lives are lost all over the globe because of their incompetence. And now you're doubling down again. That is so embarrassing. (laughs) If you have had enough of that, okay, I encourage you to migrate back to America. All of us are going to welcome you with open arms as soon as you get rid of all those stupid and evil communist ideas and make amends with all the people you've been awful to. It's that simple. Okay. But you have to do it. Otherwise, what does the future hold? Okay, if you are ready to do that, well, then I would love to extend a warm Friday welcome to all of the redeemable communists out there. Hello, commies. Welcome to the show. Honestly, welcome. I want you here. Okay, we don't need you here. We don't need you on our side. We're going to be just fine without you. But right now you have an opportunity to migrate back to America before the gates close. And they will close eventually. It's getting real close to that point. Okay. If you are the sort of commie who's doubling down on this news today, thinking that the Arizona audit report actually confirms Joe Biden won Arizona. God, you're going to have a hard time. Okay. And it's only going to get worse. How in the world could you possibly believe this? Okay. So let's, let's get into the report a little bit. And the real key here, beyond what the commies are focused on, is in this draft, at least from what I've gone through, which is not the whole thing yet. It's like 90 pages long. And honestly, like the time commitment to go through a 90 page draft when you know that the real report is coming out in a few hours, eh, it doesn't seem exactly worthwhile. Okay, but the the word we've gotten is that the information in this is legitimate but incomplete, okay? So I'm operating on that assumption right now, and I think most other people are as well. So we have table 6.2, okay? The finding summary table. And in this table, they have various kinds of voting irregularities or illegalities broken out into the amounts of ballots affected, all right? The largest portion is mail-in ballots voted from prior address, okay? 
Obviously, we know the mail-in ballots have particular rules by which they should or should not be counted. This shows 23,344 mail-in ballots voted from a prior address. So the address has been updated and the prior address received a person's ballot and voted it. There's no proof there that the actual voter attached to that ballot is the one who voted it. So those are 23,344 illegal ballots, which is already more than enough to flip the election from Biden to Trump. Just that. Potential voters that voted in multiple counties. 10,342. Again, that is a massive amount relative to the total that we are told Biden won by. More ballots returned than by voter than received. 9,041, okay? Mail-in ballots that were not received by the voter, but were turned in. Got that? That's kind of amazing, isn't it? Official results do not match who voted. 3,432. More duplicates than original ballots. 2,592. This is all one county, okay? This is thousands and thousands of ballots that should not be counted, but the results in Maricopa County were certified nonetheless, and they had every ability to know this stuff before the certification. Peter Navarro had broken out numbers like this in the Navarro report, and his numbers were similar. He knew this stuff prior to the certification, prior to the Electoral College votes. But the people in Arizona went ahead with it anyway. And as we discussed the other day, some of the very Maricopa County Board of Supervisors who have been involved in trying to stop this study, this audit from coming out, are people that won by a couple hundred votes. So they themselves may well be illegitimate. This also makes Mark Kelly, the senator from Arizona, illegitimate as well. Okay, this is just this small number. Now, in this report, they have not done the canvas yet, okay? They don't have the results from the canvas. They did a sample canvassing. We had the results of that a couple of weeks ago. Those results were staggering. It is entirely possible that they could go out and do this canvas in Maricopa County and find 100,000, 200,000, More votes. That's what the sample tells us. The size of the discrepancy may well be. Okay, that's a big deal as well. That's not in here. We may get more information in the full report this afternoon. Mike Lindell was on War Room this morning indicating that he expected 170,000 roughly illegal votes. And that would be a huge total. That's much more in line with what I was initially thinking. So we'll see if that happens. This also doesn't break out illegal immigrants who voted, okay? This is just a review of the ballots. This does not, without the canvas and without breaking out illegal immigrants and stuff like that, this does not give you the entire picture. So we have, even once we get the full report, that will not be the full and entire picture of how Arizona's election, in Maricopa County at least, 
actually went. Okay, this is a step toward that final result. But this step alone shows us that the difference, the margin that we were given by Fox News at like 7.30 p.m. or whatever it was. I mean, it was probably like 10, right? Sorry. But that total, that 10,000 votes that they finally generated over time in Arizona before they gave the election to Joe Biden on Saturday, November 7th last year. That total is eclipsed multiple times over by what they have right here. Okay, and all of this was available to the media last night when they went out with their reports. Okay, that should tell you that they do not care about the truth and they do not care about their audience because they are making their audience look like clowns. They know that their audience will not go back and do the research. They will accept these answers at face value. They will believe that someone responsible at CNN must have gone ahead and done all of this correctly. And the craziest part of this strategy, this tactic to go with that sort of headline, that this actually confirms Joe Biden won, is that Implicit in that, they are accepting that these results have a level of validity. And one of the CNN articles that I was uh, taking a look at, they actually said, oh, well, this confirms that Biden won. But there are also some really specious claims about how the election was run. Okay, so they are taking this stuff right here, these numbers, and they're saying, oh, this is just all about how the election was run. But this is wrong. That actually doesn't affect the total. Well, the total is the complete number of legal and illegal ballots. Okay, if that didn't match what the county had submitted initially, more or less. Well, then that would just be something completely obvious, like obvious to the point where you could not even try to pass that off on someone, right? But the point was never that those numbers matched. It's that the only way those numbers match is by including all of the illegal votes. And the claim all along has been that the number of votes that they gave to Joe Biden does not represent only legal American votes. Okay. That's the point. You cannot just add up the legal votes and the illegal votes and say, Hey, here's the total. Same as yours. Guess Joe Biden won. In fact, to make it even more hilarious, Trump's total dropped in that hand recount by like 261 and Joe Biden's went up by like 99 or something. And so some of the outlets were reporting that the margin actually grew. And people are going to go around repeating that. You got to feel bad for them, right? I mean, what other reaction is there? They've basically gone out and said, yeah, the results in the sham audit fraud it actually are real because they showed Joe Biden's win getting even bigger. <laughs> what are they going to do in three hours? What are they going to do in three hours? It's going to be a totally different scenario for them. And you got to assume that there's some sort of false flag or other distraction coming. 
or maybe they're just going to go full media silence on all of this forever. Just hope it goes away. That was that would probably be actually a good strategy for them. But let's see um, what some of the reaction was, because Donald Trump has come out with a couple of statements on this today so far. Here is the first one from this morning. Huge findings in Arizona. However, the fake news media is already trying to, quote, call it again for Biden before actually looking at the facts, just like they did in November. The audit has uncovered significant and undeniable evidence of fraud. Until we know how and why this happened, our elections will never be secure. This is a major criminal event and should be investigated by the attorney general immediately. The Senate's final report will be released today at 4 p.m. Eastern. I have heard it is far different than that being reported by the fake news media. There you go. Do you think he's lying? Okay. And that's the kind of question like you, you ask these commies and they're like, yeah, of course he's lying. It's Donald Trump. He's lying. And then if you just wait and find out whether or not he's lying, well, it turns out he's never lying about this. Why would he come out and say something so obviously disprovable if he's lying? That's absolutely insane. And to think that he doesn't have any inside information on this, again, is absolutely nuts. It is a total ignorance of the situation that is happening in the world. Okay. You have to believe Rachel Maddow all the time to not understand any of this, or you just have to ignore it completely, which plenty of people do. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I understand that. But the moment you start paying attention, you should actually just pay attention. Isn't the whole point like to try to know whether or not you're right? I don't get this. I don't get this style of just believing whatever and going with it. The mainstream media knowingly had everyone memorize a brand new slogan that was only going to work for like 15 hours and then would be completely false. And all of them are going to look like fools. This is it's so irresponsible, e even from a business standpoint for the media, like how much further down can they go? I don't know if it's any further down. I don't understand how reporting like this actually helps them. OK, it's just on its face wrong and it's on its face. Bad journalism. There's no discussion to be had here. Trump's other statement about this today. The fake news is lying about the Arizona audit report. The leaked report conclusively shows there were enough fraudulent votes, mystery votes and fake votes to change the outcome of the election four or five times over. The number includes 23,344 mail-in ballots, despite the person no longer living at that address. Phantom voters. The official canvas does not even match who voted off by 11,592, more than the entire presidential election margin. Voters who voted in multiple counties totaled 10,342 and 2,382 ballots came from people who no longer lived in Maricopa County. There were also 2,592, quote, more duplicate ballots than original ballots, end quote. Just those fraudulent ballots alone totaled 50,252. And is fraud many more times than the so-called margin of victory, which was only 10,457. In addition, election data appears to have been intentionally deleted and ballot images were, quote, corrupt or missing. 
This is not even the whole state of Arizona, but only Maricopa County. It would only get worse. There is fraud and cheating in Arizona, and it must be criminally investigated. More is coming out in the hearing today. If you were a betting person, would you bet on Donald Trump knowing that there really is more coming out in the hearing? Or would you bet on CNN and Market Watch and Business Insider being right about a document they didn't even bother reading, which you can see with your own eyes? You can look at the document. You can read the document. You can find out. Oh, oh, they're just talking about a hand count that has all the illegal votes in it, too. Oh, okay. So why are they telling me that it actually confirmed Biden's win? Oh, now I just committed myself to the belief that the election audit was accurate. Did you just make yourself into a pretzel commie? These pretzels are making me thirsty. So, you know, good job, commie. Believe whatever you want. But sooner or later, you just gotta wait and not repeat the slogans. Just get that far, okay? You don't gotta get all the way back to the range. You don't have to migrate back to America. How about just give it a few hours and see if anything changes before you go out there and make a fool out of yourself just because CNN said so. Here are some more responses to this nonsense. This is Liz Harris, who has been guiding the canvas efforts in Arizona and elsewhere. There will be a number of reports today. All have damning evidence. Keep in mind, one of the board of supervisors loaded eight pallets of ballots onto a truck. There was zero chain of custody. Around the same time, a Purple Heart veteran found shredded ballots Behind the MCTEC, which is Maricopa County Tabulation and Election Center. Then the Board of Supervisors chicken farm goes up in smoke. That's Clint Hickman. Clint Hickman has a farm that was burned down with no explanation. Obviously, the explanation is arson. And obviously, the explanation is that that was a very explicit threat. Kind of like when Brian Kemp thought about calling a special session and out of nowhere, his daughter's boyfriend, his car blew up while it was driving and looks like it was blown up by thermite. So is that true? Well, we're not a hundred percent sure, but it's pretty damn close to true. And it's a lot more true than thinking that his car just accidentally blew up on the freeway while he was driving, and he just happened coincidentally to be the boyfriend of Brian Kemp's daughter. And I think, he, wasn't he like a uh, a staffer of Kelly Leffler? Whatever, I don't want to get on to that whole subject, but that's Harrison Deal, if you want to look that up for yourself, okay? So these accidents have been happening, and it's good that Liz Harris is calling them out, because all of this is legitimate. And she goes on. All the first week of March, all in caps. Yeah, that was at the beginning of March. This is the same period where we got Steve Shukri's recordings from, okay? When the audit began, it was clear the boxes had a possibility of being compromised. Seals broken and batch counts were off. And we've talked about this on the podcast. That research is all back there. You guys can 
find that on your own. It's not hard. Gateway Pundit has pretty much reported on every step of this audit, and naturally you can find uh, more information to back up their reporting elsewhere. And Patrick Byrne posted about this as well. Patrick Byrne has been intimately involved with the Maricopa County audit and has been a big part of trying to direct funding to the audit. The report shows felonies were committed and documents vast criminality and disregard of election law. That right there, okay, right there is enough to know that this election needs to be decertified and that people do need to be arrested. He is absolutely correct and accurate in what he said. The report shows felonies were committed, okay? Documents vast criminality and disregard of election law. Why would anyone, anyone anywhere, trust the results of the election that we were given that were certified by Secretary of State Katie Hobbs and have been supported by this Board of Supervisors all along? There's no reason to trust that. Okay, Patrick Byrne goes on. The leaked report also documents massive destruction of evidence. Again, that's a big deal. And says what's left does not take tick and tie like it should. After all that, it shows 57,000 illegal votes. So this is slightly different than the number Trump had. They could be looking at different drafts of this report. Again, there's various numbers flying around. Let's wait for the final report and we'll see. This also just may be a factor of Trump not adding up all of the categories, just the ones he discussed. Plus another 15 crimes for which they cannot make an estimate on how it affected the vote. So after the destruction of evidence and the inability to tick and tie what is left and 57,000 illegal ballots and another 15 crimes, it shows Biden still ahead by 10,000 votes. That's what the mainstream media is going with. And he's right. The summation of what this report shows is widespread, rampant election fraud, criminality, irregularities, and a difference in illegal votes that would have flipped the outcome of the presidential election and many of the down ballot races. Okay, that's what the report shows from what we know already. And the mainstream media goes with the hand recount where the illegal ballots are included and they are telling their audience that this proves not only that Biden won, but that Biden won by a little bit more than they had said initially. That is only dishonesty in action. All right. This is propaganda. They are lying directly to their audience, trusting that their audience is either too dumb to realize it or too dyed in the wool with their communism that they are just going to go ahead and be okay with it no matter what. It's so insulting. It's so insulting. How many more times are these people going to allow themselves to be insulted? Honestly. So let's get into some of this CNN reporting. (laughs) Reporting, I'm saying loosely on what we have today, okay? There were two main articles on CNN's front page. They were about halfway down the front page. This isn't like their top-line news of the day or anything, which is very, very strange to me. So the first article is by a guy named Stephen Collinson, okay? And the headline is, 
bogus GOP Arizona audit confirms the obvious Biden won. Okay, so a ridiculous headline already. He's basically saying, trust the bogus audit. That makes absolutely no sense. All right. So you can go into this article. It is every last claim every last slogan about election fraud that they have been repeating for this entire time. And it crosses over into the territory about uh, Texas now doing a forensic audit and for Texas counties, um, Dallas County, Harris, Tarrant and Collin. And that is a Trump state. OK, that's a red state as far as the presidential election is concerned. But they are going to forensically audit there as well to find the voter fraud because there is voter fraud and everyone knows it. And the forensic audits will prove it. And that's going to prove further how illegitimate Joe Biden is. But not only that, it's going to prove how many members of Congress in Texas shouldn't be in Congress because they're going to find some. All right. This is what the cheating is for. It's not only for the president. It's for every office everywhere. Soros wants secretaries of state. Well, let's give the secretaries of state some extra votes. Soros wants congressmen. Let's get the congressmen some votes. This is the Soros election apparatus. This is how they complete election fraud year after year after year. This is how they install their people to win forever. All right. Same thing we see in Myanmar. Same thing we see in Guinea. So you can go through this whole article. I'm not going to do that to you. There is just section after section. It is too long. It is so angry. It is so stupid. But at the end, they have correction. Okay, they have updated the article, right? A previous version of this story misstated the congressional chamber in which the events of January 6th are being investigated. A House Select Committee is investigating. All right, fine. That part of the correction is no big deal. This part is. The story and headline also have been updated to reflect a draft of findings from an election review ordered by Arizona Senate Republicans. That is the draft of the Arizona audit report that was leaked last night. The implication here is that this article was already up on CNN before the draft of the report came out. All right. So all the information in this article about the draft report was entered after this article was already up online. And that tells you that this article was written with a different intent than talking about how the bogus audit confirms Biden's win. But that is now the headline. That is now what they want you to take away from this article. That does not make sense. It's exactly how CNN does news, though. They are initially writing an article about how there's going to be more sham audits. Oh, wow. I can't believe they're setting up all these fake audits everywhere. Crazy, right? But that's what the article originally is. Then the draft of the report comes out. And what do we have? Well, we have CNN changing the article so that people will focus on that part. This is an insane way to approach journalism. It is so irresponsible. It is so obviously irresponsible. All right. Let's go to this article, though. This is from uh, this morning. 
Draft report from partisan Arizona Review confirms Biden defeated Trump in Maricopa County last November. All right. This is a now it is a partisan Arizona Review. (laughs) The partisan review of Maricopa County's 2.1 million ballots cast in the 2020 election found a vote count nearly identical to what the county had previously reported. A draft report detailing its findings shows. All right. Again. That is legal and illegal votes, and this is what they've decided to go with. The state Senate Republicans who seized on former President Donald Trump's lies about widespread election fraud and ordered up the report and Cyber Ninjas, the inexperienced company hired to conduct it, are set to detail their findings in a public presentation Friday. All right. President Trump's lies about widespread election fraud and the inexperienced company. All right. So. If this is news, if this is journalism, they wouldn't be using words like that. All right. This is presented as objective news. It is not objective to say that Donald Trump is lying about election fraud when the proof of whether or not he's lying shows that he's telling the truth. All right. They have carried this narrative for 11 months. That doesn't make it true. Donald Trump is not lying about election fraud and never was lying about election fraud. Saying Donald Trump is lying is itself a lie. This is not news. Cyber Ninjas, the inexperienced company, also false. Cyber Ninjas is very experienced in the role they perform. They are not experienced in doing full forensic audits of elections, but that's because this is the first one that was ever done. No one, literally no one, is experienced in this kind of audit. There are certified accredited organizations that are experienced in doing election audits of a certain kind. And that is like, for instance, the risk limiting audits and the machine tests and certifications. That's exactly what the board of supervisors were on those recorded phone calls, admitting they knew to be in their words, bullshit. The draft report emerged Thursday night. And audit spokesman Randy Pullen confirmed its validity to KJZZ Phoenix. It's not the final report, but it's close, he said. The draft report shows that the hand recount found that President Joe Biden received 99 more votes than Maricopa County had reported after November's election, while former President Donald Trump received 261 fewer votes than the county reported. Maricopa County's Republican-led Board of Supervisors pointed to the draft Thursday night, saying that it underscores the reality that the county ran an accurate election. You don't have to dig deep into the draft copy of the Arizona Senate slash Cyber Ninja Audit Report to confirm what I already knew. The candidates certified by the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, Governor, Secretary of State, and Attorney General did, in fact, win. Board Chairman Jack Sellers, a Republican, said in the statement, Okay, so he is saying that this certification has been proven correct by the hand recount that I have explained. That is all this statement amounts to. This means the tabulation equipment counted the ballots as they were designed to do, and the results reflect the will of the voters. 
That should be the end of the story. Everything else is just noise. Okay, so right there, he is protecting Dominion. He's saying that the machines did their job. And we know, again, from the recordings that the board of supervisors knew the machines were not doing their job. All right. They already knew that in March. Now they're saying this. He is defending Dominion. Probably not definitely. Okay, not entirely certain. Can't prove this right now, but. There are very few options that make sense other than this one. So it is very likely that he has been either strong armed or compromised by Dominion. And that's why he's saying this. And it has something to do with the fact that he only won by a couple hundred votes. And he knows that he himself is illegitimate. It's interesting that he also is trying to tie the attorney general into the certification. He is saying that the attorney general was part of the situation that led to this false certification of the election last winter. The attorney general is the one who is going to be tasked with pursuing the crimes related to the election. So it's interesting that he's trying to loop him in. Election experts in both parties looking at the manner and the methods of the so-called audit have said for months that its results will not be credible. It was conducted by the Florida-based company Cyber Ninjas, which had no experience auditing election results and is led by a man who has repeated wild conspiracy theories about election fraud. The company and its volunteers and subcontractors did not follow standard auditing procedures, and observers from Democratic Secretary of State Katie Hobbs's office repeatedly noted instances in which those conducting the review broke their own rules. Again, these are all claims that have been adjudicated over a long period of time. You can find out that each and every one of them amounts to nothing. They are all ridiculous. This is bizarro world nonsense that the media just keeps repeating and repeating and repeating. And you actually don't even have to dig that deeply into any of this to understand that. It is an admission by everyone that the Full forensic audit is not in any way related to the, quote, standard auditing procedures. That's the entire point, okay? Because everyone who looks at the standard operating procedures can see in two seconds that those procedures are designed to certify fraudulent results. They are specifically designed not to get to the bottom of whether or not the election systems worked and the elections laws were followed and that the votes are actually valid, fair, legal votes cast by real Americans. And here we get into the real insane stuff. OK, no matter the outcome of Cyber Ninja's examination, the reality that Biden is president and won Arizona's electoral 11 electoral votes last year will not change. Still, former President Donald Trump and those who have propped up his lies about widespread election fraud have pointed to the Arizona Review as crucial in their continuing effort to challenge the 2020 election results. Here's what you need to know ahead of the Senate's release of the sham report. OK, so again, this entire section has relied on that part of the report being true, and they're still trying to, at the same time, discredit the report. It is crazy, okay? And this goes on way too long. There's like another 2,000 words of this article. What about the routers exporting Arizona's audit to other state? What's next in Arizona? Like Stuff like that, okay? Read it if you want to. This stuff is just nonsense. These people are crazy. 
I don't know what they think is going to happen. All right. Is it going to take an actual arrest of Katie Hobbs before they will take this seriously? Maybe it will. And that's just fine, by the way. If that's what it takes for them, okay. I mean, I'm not looking for all of the communists to actually believe this, okay? There's no way they're all going to get on board. And when the mainstream media is doing what the mainstream media always does, the likelihood of them all getting on board is very low, all right? Maybe it will take an actual visible event like seeing Katie Hobbs walked off in handcuffs to get them to pay attention. And if that's the case, great. I can't wait for that moment. It's going to be so nice when more dyed in the wool communists find out that they have been wrong the entire time. I'll be overjoyed. In fact, if people really want to wait around for that and they don't want to take the report seriously, they don't want to do their own work. They don't want to listen to people that can actually tell them the truth rather than these CNN reporters who continue to lie to them. All good. I'll laugh harder. It's all good. Now, I want to do this last part, and then I'm going to try to get the episode up right at high noon Pacific time. That's what I consider being on time, right? And I would like to make it so that you can listen to the entire thing and then watch the Arizona audit if you get on it right away, okay? That's my goal. Probably not going to work for a lot of people, but hey, it is what it is. I'm going to try my best. So here's the thing. Yesterday, Wendy Rogers uh, put out a memo from Michigan attorney Matthew DiPerno. I've mentioned Matthew DiPerno plenty of times. He is the lawyer in the election fraud case in Antrim County, Michigan. Matthew DiPerno is also just an absolutely brilliant, very powerful writer. Okay. And so he's going through this uh, memo about how, yes, it is entirely legal for a state legislature to decertify their slate of electors that were sent falsely. Okay. He is writing this memo. A, another attorney, uh, wrote a memo for the Rhino Senator uh, Michelle Ugenti Rita. And DePerno's memo is in response to that, but also lays out DePerno's opinion. And this is near the bottom of page three, top of page four. I think this is absolutely brilliant. This really does capture what's at issue here. And so I'll leave you with this. He writes, indeed, this memo addresses that issue that the right to vote is the fundamental and primary right among all other fundamental rights, enumerated or not, is evident in the fact it is self-executing. Infringement upon it cannot occur under the Constitution if the government is, in fact, one that is duly and legally chosen by the people. Any government that asserts a mandate to rule on the basis of fraud or illegality effectuates an instant infringement on the sovereign's will and of necessity has no legitimacy. It is as violent a usurpation as would be the direct use of force to suppress the people. Only it is more sinister and insidious. It is at once an uncontestable rejection of the values and ideals of the people and a silent assassination of their collective right to express them. To countenance a fraudulent election is to deny the inherent sovereignty retained by the people to govern themselves. To allow one such as this to pass as valid with the level of skullduggery and fraud evident to everyone who cares to look and who is not blinded by the conspired obfuscation foist upon them by bureaucratic functionaries, 
technocrats, subversives in both political parties and their corporate and foreign donors and those who control to the great detriment of public debate and discourse, the information from social media all the way to the transmission of news to households across the nation is to leave the sovereign citizens of this country little choice. Ignoring this treasonous crime destroys any remnants of faith in the proper and orderly functioning of a government that is supposed to serve them. All right. That is awesome. He is saying that allowing fraud like this, pretending that with proof of fraud, this obvious and overwhelming to contend that the electors cannot be decertified and withdrawn is to basically end the republic. All right. It's to take away the right of the people to express their opinion about how they should be governed completely. It is saying specifically, yes, they committed crimes, but it doesn't matter because you have no recourse. You have no recourse to them stealing your vote. That's what's at issue here. And DePerno is arguing that there is nothing in the Constitution that would ever allow for that statement to stand. And it can't stand. Okay. So the media is going to move off this claim that somehow the election audit proves Biden won. That claim is untenable. They gave that slogan out. They expected people to repeat it for 15 hours. I have no idea why. It's terrible strategically and it's totally immoral. Okay. So what does it become after that? Well, my suspicion still is that it's going to become Joe Biden is too big to fail. You cannot take the president out of office no matter what, no matter how much fraud is proven because they already went ahead and put him in. That's going to be the whole argument. It'll be too disruptive. What will the other countries think? Hey, guys, here's the thing. Every other country around the world already knows that Joe Biden is illegitimate, including our allies who work with Joe Biden and who speak to his legitimacy. Okay, that only indicates corruption among those allies and those world leaders who go along with this. It does not indicate that Joe Biden actually is legitimate or that these people don't know better. It only indicates that they are going along with it because they benefit as well. It's no different than what so many people in our country have agreed to go along with. All right. So going to watch this report starts an hour from now. If it is necessary, if I get the feeling tomorrow that I should do another episode to talk about it all, I will. Otherwise, plan on watching the audit report presentation today. If you miss it in real time, watch it afterwards. Watch the whole thing, okay? Understand what is happening in your country. You can watch clips. You can watch someone talk about it. But take the time. Watch the whole thing. It's worth it. Understand what's going on so that you can tell other people, you know, inform yourself fully so that you can communicate to other people. This is not the end of the road. All right. This is you being given a giant weapon in the information war. Okay. You now have truth and evidence in information on your side in a way that is indisputable and will hold up in court. And this is all being done under the purview of the Arizona State Senate. And the judge who is overseeing this matter. All right. This isn't some 
joke. This isn't somebody on CNN coming out and saying things. This isn't John King with his map. This is a, a weapon in the information war. You have to know how to wield it and you have to use it. All right. People need to know this audit is fully legitimate. This audit shows rampant criminality and fraud more than enough to overturn this election. And it shows rampant criminality and fraud in a variety of a variety that has been repeated all across the country. This is not some little deal happening here. Okay, so watch the hearing. War Room is going to be on at 5 p.m. Eastern for two hours analyzing all this. Again, another important thing to watch for sure. You will get the best analysis possible right there. You're not going to get it on CNN where they're just going to scream their heads off and call everybody a liar. That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. What the mainstream media says is meaningless. They are lying on purpose. It is what they do. It is their entire reason for being. Okay. I'll be back on Monday at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Masks and lockdowns don't work. They lied to you about a pandemic and Joe Biden will never be president. Goodbye. Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. First off, it's free. I don't know how or why, but I'm happy about it. The platform is great. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I can't even begin to describe how much easier it was to get my show on all the major platforms this time than it was a few years ago. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening. Follow the podcast on the Telegram Messenger app at t.me slash I'm your moderator. You can join the discussion at t.me slash I'm reasonable. I'm also on Gab and Getter at I'm your moderator. The Substack is I'm your moderator.substack.com and the merch site is cancelcouture.com. You can also go direct to that at shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. I'll see you next time out on the range. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'm your moderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm your moderator. I also have channels on Rumble and BitChute. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'mYourModerator.substack.com. The merch site is CancelCouture.com. 
or go direct shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofa. Go to ko-fi.com slash I'm your moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon down on the range. It's hell!